Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite show that you listen to between other better shows. That's one way to put it. It's your favorite between show. It's your favorite sandwich show. It's the filler. Welcome to your favorite filler podcast. I really have no idea where I'm going with this. Uh, But it just, I don't know. I I think this show kind of just fills the gap for better things you're waiting on coming out. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, hope I'm. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you was like, this is the best show ever. But you know, if not, that's fine. I get it. Um, got a uh, an odd one for you here. Uh, you know, I recently did Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield, and I thought, hey, what do you know? I'll check out another Rodney movie. Hey, right? And uh, I'd never seen this one before from 1997 called Meet Wally Sparks and uh, yeah uh, it's it's a mixed bag of things here man so we (laughs) this will be interesting to talk about so let's do a little synopsis of this Uh, the host of a lowbrow talk show Wally Sparks uh, goes out of his way to shock and offend his fans, but eventually he goes too far and begins to lose his audience. Tasked with finding... This is going to be a long one. Uh, finding a way to boost his ratings by network head Lenny Spencer. Uh, Wally must win back his viewers uh, while Wally sits out to get uh, one of his chief critics, the Southern Governor Floyd Preston, uh, on the show. Uh, misadventures ensue for the uh, tactless TV personality. Sorry, there's a lot to read and try to drive down the road at the same time. I don't recommend it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, he's a Jerry Springer, you know, that kind of host, right? His show is a low, like I said, a lowbrow talk show. and uh, But he's the best at it, right? And without, uh, here's the thing about Rodney, right? It doesn't matter what movie you put him in. It doesn't matter what name you give him. He's the same character every show. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I love me some Rodney Dangerfield. But even in this one, he could very easily be, you know, his character in Caddyshack. He could be... You know, the guy from Back to School, Easy Money. I mean, he just, he's Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, Obviously, it works, so they wouldn't have it in so many things, all right? So, yeah, this came out in 1997. Let's see if we got some other uh, things to talk about with this one. Uh, Do we have a why to watch? Yes, why to watch. Amusing, charming, and brash. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, a great comedy packed with tons of laughs and cameo appearances. The cameo appearances, for sure. I don't know if they're necessarily cameo, but there's a lot of people in this movie. It got a 5.2 out of 10. And uh, let's talk about our cast, since we just brought it up. 
Of course, we got Rodney Dangerfield as Wally Sparks. We got Burt Reynolds as Lenny Spencer, who is his boss. We got Cindy Williams, who plays the governor's wife. Uh, Cindy Williams, if you don't remember, Laverne and Shirley, right? She's Shirley. Uh, Harry Basil's in this. We got Debbie Mazar in this. Uh, David Ogden uh, Steers is in this. I mean, these are all people you've seen. The Tony Danza makes an appearance. Tim Allen, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, and most of these people are... They're, Tony Danza's actually playing a cab driver. So it's almost like he's going back to playing the same person he was in Taxi. And he's like, oh, wait till I tell people that I got, uh, you know, Wally Sparks in my, in my cab, you know. Um... Michael Weatherly's in this, Bull, right? Uh, Bob Saget, Julia Sweeney, Leslie Ann Down. I mean, there is a... It just keeps going, folks. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bunch, right? There's just a bunch. Uh, even George Wallace is in this. Uh, we even get a cameo from uh, the hedgehog himself Ron Jeremy is uh, kind of in this too <laughs> I say kinda doing what he does best or used to do best or whatever uh, my thoughts on this one um, it feels like it feels like a made for TV show um it's got that weird 90s aesthetic to it that kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Uh, it's almost trying to be like Three Stooges kind of humor, but it's a little more in the gutter, almost like Police Academy type humor. And some of it works, some of it doesn't. It, it's, it just seems a little forced, and it feels like some of the, the the gags are just stuff they lifted from somewhere else, right? I mean, there's a point where he goes out and gets one of the, the governor's stud horses drunk. And uh, he rides the horse in while they're having this big election party thing going on that Wally Spark showed up to, which he's not, not supposed to be at, the inaugural ball or whatever. And which the reason he's there is, one... He knows this guy hates him, but he, he gets a letter in the mail telling him that he would appreciate if he would come. So it's almost like he thinks, well, maybe he's wanting to, you know, patch things up or whatever. But what happens is the governor's son, who doesn't have a good relationship with his dad, loves Wally Sparks and thought, wow, this is a way I can get back at my dad who spends no time with me and get Wally Sparks to show up and ruin everything, right? That's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of the story. Um, then you got Burt Reynolds, who's wanting to fire Wally Sparks because his ratings have dropped, and he just can't seem to turn around, and he doesn't like the fact that the show is just kind of trash. And he's got a guy that works under him who wants Wally fired because it gives him a chance to get in the limelight or whatever. So you got this guy who ends up tracking Wally down and trying to expose him for doing things he's not supposed to be doing, which leads to, you know... 
him trying to take pictures in a tree and getting shot out of the tree and uh, squirreling up his pants and biting his nuts. I mean, it's, you know, there's there's nothing you haven't seen before in this. And, and, and it's weird because you got these gags that are obviously adult, but they feel like, like I said, I'm almost G-rated type plays of them. It's weird. This is really, really a weird movie. And uh, Cindy Williams is great because she is oblivious to everything. She plays that perfect wife that uh, is is a, a goody two-shoes who doesn't, you know, uh, get involved with anything seedy. She doesn't, you know, she's ob- oblivious to, you know, things being bad and uh, there's one scene in particular that I think is a lot of fun where uh, Cindy Williams has the other ladies come over and they're playing bridge and then Wally Sparks comes downstairs and they start playing strip poker and he gets them all drunk and they start dancing around and he's playing the piano and they're all having fun and then the governor shows up with (laughs) the head parishioner, the, the, the priest and his uh Entourage and here's all their wives flopping around, uh, having a having a blast. And uh, again, this guy totally despises Wally Sparks, and he gives him every reason to. And I don't know. That's just kind of how this movie plays out. Um, he decides that, well, Wally Sparks gets hurt at the house because he gets on this horse that is now an alcoholic. And they crashes into the Niagara Ball, and the horse sees a, a bar and sees a bunch of liquor laying out. So it runs to the bar and it slams on the brakes and throws Wally Sparks out the window. And the horse stops to drink Jack Daniels, or whatever. So again, that's just where this humor is, right? It's it's like Little Rascals setups, but it's a little more on the on the adult side because of the context context of what they're using very strange um but then you know for the subject matter that's in it um (laughs) there's this videotape that the the mayor is wanting to share with all these people are there it's supposed to be the new commercial for what they're going to try to promote on tv and all this stuff and it ends up being this video that is sent to uh wally sparks when he's still back in the studio and it's obviously ron jeremy with this girl uh, you don't see anything, but you get enough implication of you know exactly what's going on. It's Ron Jeremy's face, you know, making the faces, you know. And uh, this is the video that they show instead. Of course, it's freaking out the crowd. So it's, it's got all that stuff in it. It just it just fell flat for me. Um, I kind of kept wanting it to end. <laughs> Because it just, I don't know, it just felt like I've seen it before and it really didn't take me anywhere new. Um, If you saw this at a young age, in the 90s when this thing came out, you probably loved this movie because it was probably just seedy enough if you were a teenager that it kind of makes you cackle, right? But to me, it's like, it's trying to be what major pain is but just not on that same level I I really don't know how to describe this one 
Um, I don't know. Take your chances with it. Uh, to me, it just it didn't deliver what I was wanting out of it. Uh, it was neat seeing all the cameos, and I think there's some there's some good parts to it. But it's also one of those it all ends well kind of thing at the end, right? And you see it coming a mile away. But anywho, that's kind of my take on it. I'll give this a I give it a two out of five. It just it just didn't work for me, and I love Rodney, right? And he's he's great in it, but the movie itself just kind of weak. Um, but on the other side, if you're looking for a Three Stooges kind of humor, Police Academy, this is your movie. It really is. So uh, there you go. You can check this one out. You've been warned. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will see you next time. Oh, I changed it up.